This episode of Mike's and Match is brought to you by Castle Lager. It always comes together with the castle. And now, and now. Capital 263. Welcome to another episode of Mike's and Match. We've been away for a whole month. That's very bad, Slim. But we are back <laughs> and rocking it the way you just love it. My name is Lizo Chitanganya, a.k.a. at Lizo C on Twitter. And you are listening to Mike Said Match, brought to you by Capital 263. Free to say it, free to do it. That's who we are. Find our channels across Facebook, Twitter, and iono.co.z. Is that correct? <laughs> you just search Iono FM, you'll find us there. Oh, yeah. Search Iono FM, search Capital 263, you find a whole host of shows that relate to you and what you like. This is, of course, the, the sports show, Mike Said Match, the number one pod, sports podcast in the country. Find us across Twitter, Facebook, iTunes. Just download all our previous shows. We've had exciting guests over the years. We're two years old, are we? We in our second year. We're in our second year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over the so we can say our years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm joined in the studio by Slim Sam. What up? Hello, Lizwe. It's Slim Sam. Shingrae Manu Mponde. And you know, I know we haven't been around, but if you looked at our handles, we've been everywhere looking and covering all things sport. That's if what it's we do. Sport, you'll find us there. That's so what we do. Always look out for the Mike Set Mesh team. Slim Sam is always wearing a Slim Sam cap, so you can't miss him. We've been covering a whole lot of sport and we've been enjoying. Now it's time for us to tell you what's going on in the world of sport. Oh, definitely. That's what we're doing. So today's show is going to start with our breakdown of our experience at the Castle Lager Five Side tournament that was held a couple of weeks back. It was a, an amazing experience, Slim, seeing guys coming together to play football, just a group of five guys you know trying to beat outdo the other team and it was like very competitive very chilled you know I, I i came with somebody who does not watch football at all mm-hmm. and afterwards he said you know what i want to watch football get me <laughs> to where they play five side it was a great great atmosphere guys we really enjoyed ourselves it was indeed it was a very mellow very organized well done to castle lager and we're not just saying this because they're sponsoring the show <laughs> by the way but it was a very well coordinated uh, event um more than 14 teams came together to try and uh win the coveted chance to play in the regional tournament which was held by the way or uh, this past weekend in Zambia so the chance the opportunity that was there was that the winning team in that regional tournament was going to fly to or is going to fly to the Russia World Cup in uh, oh just next month we're like World Cup season already yeah but yeah next month they're gonna go watch a number of matches in Russia so this the five said tournament was just looking for our Zimbabwe champion who represented that would represent us in the regional tournament it was exciting. We had a lot of teams from all over Zimbabwe competing for the chance to represent Zimbabwe as the five side winners. And let's take it. These were not really professionals. These are guys, maybe just five guys who drink together. Because from what I hear, you had to buy a six pack and there was that coupon that you'd fill. And you had the chance for your team to actually be picked. So yeah. they played the regional tournaments and this was the cream of the cream that was competing for that chance 
you know the ticket to go watch uh your favorite stars in Russia live of course there was a lot of football that was some physical stuff <laughs> <laughs> it was indeed uh, slim it was very challenging very exciting very also captivating you know the way the intensity of five side football is unmatched I, I enjoyed myself i had a good time out there and uh, i hope all the crowds that managed to make it to reserve bank sports club also enjoyed themselves we did actually get a chance to meet uh, a legend in football tanashin ngomash that was the first time that i actually met that close managed to shake his hand chill had a, a easy football discussion with him you know it was quite an experience it was exciting you know getting to meet somebody who played the game at the highest level like that and he's so down to earth he wasn't you know you know how you would expect that he would be feeling himself and everything mm-hmm. he was down to earth and we talked football it was just fun yeah uh, what a lad tnasha is um very well spoken as well and uh, you just wish you know we still had that quality in our side right now and uh our side by the way is going to be playing at the castle is it still castellaga kosafa cup i am not it sure it should be the kosafa castle cup yeah. and i hear we will enter in the semi final stage the group stages are taking place as we speak oh is it yes so we will only come up after the smaller teams have oh, because... to without and on end a chance yes there giants yes. that come at uh these stages so was us were the title holders is that so because we won it last year yeah did we yeah we won it with Ovid Karuru <laughs> <laughs> no we, we we're the current champions so yeah. i guess that's why we're coming in at semi final stage but we've uh, uh called up a top end squad that's going to be competing there but that's not uh, the news right now <laughs> we're talking five aside so slim sam managed to have a chat with uh, tinashin ngomasha the legend himself and he had this to say about the tournament he, we had this uh, interview just before the final match was played we are moments away from the final and we're going to just get a quick interview with the guy who's going to be represented by the team as it represents Zimbabwe it will be particularly representing him as the ambassador so get a quick word with Tinashe Ngomasha okay so assume the quality of players and now it's just time for the final what do you think about the quality of play and are you confident about the final are they going to really represent you whatever the winner is i'm i'm confident uh, with the quality of the players if you look at jerry but they've got enough depth enough technique you know enough uh, power if you look at uh, uh titans they've got uh, enough uh, organization you understand i think their striker has been so far the top goal scorer of this tournament so i think the quality is quite high something which i myself didn't expect i thought probably you know the tournament was going to be graced with more consumers than actual football players and it's a good thing because where we are going now to zambia it's a big you know incentive which is they going to russia i mean who doesn't want to go there and also they are not just representing you know uh delta or castle they are representing the zimbabwe so why can't we make history even if it's social that's where we we we, we begin you know those small things are the most important factors 
you know, you know, football development. So yeah, it might be social, but at the end of the day, I think it's uh, it's the right, you know, opportunity, you know, to be a, for 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 people to realize that you know, Castle brings people together, and also they create opportunities for you know those people, who, players who don't have the opportunity to fly to to, to Zambia and this got a chance to travel to Russia to, you know, watch their favorite players, Lionel Messi, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, all of them. So I think, you know, we are we, 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 one of that generation which is privileged to watch and see, you know, this thing unfold. So, yeah, I was even tempted to, 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 to get a game in, maybe get it, a ticket myself. Yeah. So any predictions for the final? No, right now I'm, I'm neutral. I just want the best team to win, you know, because at the end of the day we need the right team to represent Zimbabwe, you know, in, in Zambia. Okay, thank you very much. And this has been a great, great tournament. Congratulations for setting this up. Thank you so much, sir. Great tournament indeed that uh, we had. So eventually, Dairy Boards beat Titans in a highly contested. Well, can you say, well, it was a very intense, unified final. Uh, between Titans and uh, Dairy Board, Slim. You know, the strike that uh, Ningo Marshall was talking about, they called him Benzema. Oh, Benzema. The way you <laughs> turn and shoot. You see, when Dairy Board took a 2 0 lead, I was convinced that Dairy Board was going to win. Then all of a sudden, Titans started playing. I was standing next to a guy who was playing for Zetara P, and he told me that, you know what, don't be fooled by the 2 0 scoreline. Definitely Titans are taking this. If it was in the... uh, Definitely Dairy Board are taking this. So, (laughs) so it was, it was, it was something, it was something I really enjoyed that final. It was intense. When the price is that high, then players play their hearts out and they really did. Yeah, that they did. And Dairy Board were the eventual winners, winning 5-2. Titans had no clue after that uh, bleats by Derrybot and they did go to Zambia and over the weekend they played between Saturday and Sunday and unfortunately and also congratulations uh, South Africa the team from South Africa were the winners the eventual winners of the tournament and they will be flying to Russia Kettis of Castle Laga to go watch the and experience the FIFA World Cup live I could pay a thousand dollars or something <laughs> for that experience but yeah they will be going zimbabwe came out uh third in the tournament knocked out by zambia in the semi-final uh, to a 2-1 uh, loss unfortunately and sadly so the final was zambia in south africa and south africa managed to win that one and uh, they got their chance to play or to go and watch the russia world cup direct what an experience Ah, there definitely is. This is definitely a great experience, and congratulations to them. We did try semi-final. That means that we really did try, but it seemed that the Zambians overpowered us, and they were no match to the South Africans at the end of the day. Yep, they were not. So yeah, that was quite an experience of that was our experience of the FIFA of the Castellaga Africa Five. Uh, a side tournament and um, it came together with uh, South Africa winning Zimbabwe coming in third there uh, losing in the semi-final and um, that is it for the first section so watch out for the second segment of uh, Mike Said Match as we bring you more footballing action that was happening from the past week and the weekend Hey Lizzo man 
since we are being sponsored by Castle today, why didn't you bring a few beers for us to share during the podcast? <laughs> well, I should have because actually, you know, Castle are running this promotion where if you buy uh, four Castle lager pints or quarts, get the bottle top off, put it in an entry form, you could win a ticket to go to the Russia World Cup. But unfortunately, that ends on the 29th of May, which is perhaps the day you listen to this episode <laughs> but uh, it's tomorrow for us that's when uh, the the uh, promotion ends but you know it's a chance for someone to to fly but that doesn't stop us from drinking i'm sure in the next episode i'll bring uh, a pint or two of castle lager and maybe a bride because you know castle and bride they go together they really do so yeah looking forward to that next episode where we'll have some some drinks. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, it all comes together with the castle. That's what's up. And now, Capital 263. Okay, so we're joined by two Real Madrid fans celebrating their 13th Champions League trophy. How are you feeling, gents? Good, good, bro. How's it? Yeah, uh, very feeling. well, very well. Introduce yourselves. Okay, my name is Lawrence. And like the hosts clearly said, or clearly highlighted, we are the Madridistas, we are the happy people, we are the European champions. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are proudly happy. And I'm Chinashe Chipangura. What's going on, guys? Good, good, bro. How's it? So are you the proud, what did you, what did you call themselves? Proud Madridistas. <laughs> are you proud Madridistas or are you proud cheats? Hey, uh, yes. no, you got Sergio Ramos pulling people's arms and breaking the star players. Are you cheaters or you're just, you know, class players? Uh, nah. No, th- that wasn't even a foul, bro. You know, the two players were tussling for the ball. Uh, it was a 50-50 challenge. Unfortunately, unfortunately for the Egyptian, he fell and landed awkwardly. And it, 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 it is a shame. It did change the yeah. complexion of the game, but it was definitely not intentional. That was tough. Uh, indeed, um... Actually, we feel sorry for 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 um, for for the guy, uh, but that was an intention. It's something just happened, uh, you know. That's what final it is. I uh, you have to expect anything, you know. But this, this is not how I saw it at all. Well, how, how, did, how did you see? Clearly, as a as a Liverpool fan, of course, I have other opinions. Yeah, I saw it as if. Yes, Sergio Ramos, I don't think his intention was to injure Mo Salah. That's very true. But I feel like he was really, he really fouled Mo Salah there. He pulled him. And if he had let go before they had gone to ground, Mo Salah would not have been injured. But he kept on pulling and that momentum of Salah and the falling resulted in the injury. So, so for me, it was a foul and it is lucky that the referee did not see it. But you know, Sergio Ramos was cheating left, right and center in that match. Did you see the elbow that he gave Karius? Uh, tell me you saw it. Yeah, uh, yeah, we did saw it. But you know, the, the Salah incident, Bryce, is, is a bit tricky now. You know, it, it happened in front of the linesman. So if it was a foul, like you're saying, the linesman would have picked it up and raised his flag. Of course. It, it was a 50-50 challenge, bro. Those things happen in football. We've seen worse things in football before. Oh, I think uh, that's a totally deb- uh, debatable issue for me. Uh, I think it was an intention, bro. Like, uh, what happened? Uh, that's part and parcel of football, man. You know, you understand? That's how fair now it is. Yeah. That's been the bone of contention. Yeah. But, uh, but also, you know, 
it's as you say, it's arguable that it wasn't intentional. Yeah. But at the same time, this is Sergio Ramos. Okay. He's a dirty player. <laughs> and you you know, the tactic is very clear to yeah. just destroy Liverpool star man and take them out of the game. Yes, I was right. watching Chile versus uh, Brazil from the 2014 round of 16 final. Okay. The Chileans targeted Neymar throughout the game physically. Just yeah banging into him was that not a strategy by Real Madrid as well to take out Mo Salah ah. well I, 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 I don't really believe that was, that was a strategy you know Real Madrid do not lose Champions League games irregardless of who is <laughs> <laughs> who's in the lineup and who is it who is ninja, so for us to say that was intentional or that was part of the game plan I, I would I, I would really we are still going to win that game regardless of the fact that Mo Salah would have stayed on the pitch for 30 minutes but I, <laughs> <laughs> I do not believe that at all. <laughs> that firstly, 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 though, the officials, yes, they had an okay game. Okay. But there are things that they did not see. First of all, please tell me what those two officials who are at the ends in the box do because that elbow on Karius, clearly that guy was there, saw it and did nothing about it. And up to now, I do not understand what those two extra officials are doing in the box. <laughs> Sergio Ramos played dirty. He plays to win. Let's be honest. It's, 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 it's fair, it's alright, he plays yeah. to win okay. and he played to win in that game right. I can even highlight the what he did to money to get money yellow carded that, that's gamesmanship yeah, but that, that game plays it. to win that's not really football and okay, it's alright, you won I feel like if Sadio if, 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 if uh, Salah had not gone out, men for men we were matching you, I felt like we would have won that match but the bench to be honest you won because you had a better bench we had a good first 11 but the impact players on the bench we did not really have them okay yeah of course uh, well this is how i saw the game you know liverpool's game plan was very simple attacking the first 20 minutes get an early goal on get an early goal and settle the opponents that's why they were pressing high on the field you see so yes, yes. the moment they didn't get that early goal it was no contest at all but real madrid uh, we're, uh, we're really not in the game during that period. During Liverpool the... was quite on top. Even Real Madrid's midfields, the much acclaimed midfield, it was not showing that presence. We could All we could see was Wijnaldum and uh, a bit of Henderson spreading the passes. Indeed. But uh, Modric, Cruz, they were a bit low in that first period. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was a poor, poor, poor performance during the, the the first ten minutes of the game. If I may to say, the, during the first ten, uh, the game was tough to the Madrid uh, um, players. But if you look at uh, between twenty to twenty-five, uh, Marcelo changed everything. Understand that the 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 game was a bit different. Like it was now on our side. Yeah. Okay, uh, this is how I saw it, Mr. Liz. The first 20 minutes, Liverpool were better in all aspects of the game. They pressed, they controlled the game, they managed the game well, they created more chances than that. Of course, the injury to Mo Salah changed the complexion of the game. Yeah, but actually. I still insist, get me right, get me right on that one. I still insist, with, regardless of the fact that he would have stayed for 90 minutes, Madrid do not lose Champions League games. Bro. That, that That is well heralded. For me... Marcelo when he started attacking and going forward. Okay. That's when I started thinking that Liverpool are going to score. Because okay. that would have been the hole that Mo Salah was going to use. He would run <laughs> the wing when Marcelo was bombing forward. Because yes, yeah, when Marcelo attacks, true. he attacks. Yeah. But he leaves a gap at okay. the back. To be honest, really, I, I felt like we had a good chance. Yeah. 
I felt like would would have given you a run for the money. I do not necessarily blame. Yes, Mo Salah went out. For me, the thing is, Lalana is just coming from injury. He's not too fit. He he did not really raise his game. Yeah. So, like I said, it's your bench. I feel like we were a bit on experience and on the fact that you had a better bench than us. You had more impact players. Yes, you brought in Gareth Bale. You also had other players out there that could have really, you know, taken the game to us. So yes, even if Mo Salah was there, it was going to be a great game. But I still believe that we should have won the match. But it's on us not having a squad that is really complete, and you know the experience at the end of the day. And I, I have something. I read Oliver Kahn was defending Carriers, okay. saying that that elbow <laughs> by Sergio Ramos might have messed with his head, maybe had a bit of a concussion <laughs> or something. Because that was moments of madness. Guys, guys. Uh, that, that was uh, unbelievable. You know, to, to call it a schoolboy blunder, that one, Mr. Lizzo, would be unfair to schoolboys. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was indeed. The first goal, you can't, you can't concede a goal like that at the highest level. That yeah. guy cost Liverpool the game. And... Can we say Carrius handed the trophy to Real Madrid Indeed. instead of Madrid winning it? Of course, there was Gareth Bale's brilliant, brilliant strike uh, and Mane's uh, post. You know the shot that came off the post. Yes. You know, it for me it was a fairly balanced competi- contest until Salah dropped off. If that Salah had remained in that match. We, we didn't even know. I was betting that it was going to go into extra time with the Did. with the people that I was in the that I was watching the match with. Yeah. So could, can we say you know Real Madrid was really handed this final? Was it the easiest of the last three? Well, to 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 to, to some extent, yes. You might argue along those lines, but you know one thing for certain, Mister Lizzo, he scored a glorious chance to score before before that you know Carlos Fiasco on the on the Karim Benzema opener. Isco should have scored. He mm. would have and he should have scored. And I believe if Isco had, had, had scored on that one, you know, the, the, the complexion of the game would have changed in our favor. Yes. But, you know, it's it's not, it's it's undoubted that Carriers, you know, mm. made it easier for us. We, we were still going to win that game. I still insist. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he simply made it easier for us to win the game. That's what I think. <laughs> yes. Is that what you believe as well tonight? Uh, yeah, I really agree on yeah, what he's saying. Like we are always the champions, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you're champions of a 13-match competition, really. Uh-huh. But when it comes to a 38-match competition, you know it to be seen. No, uh, no, no, not really. Uh, uh, it's not that an issue of us being nowhere to be seen, Mr. Lizzo. Uh, we had our issues during the course of the league. You know, we yeah. had problems. The injury to Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, the last time I was here, you asked me if. Real Madrid are a one-man team. And I did well to answer the question. Well, the fact that you were suspended for the first five games, you know, it made a very big difference to our morale, to the way we played, to That's our tactics. That's very true. Though, it's, that doesn't change the fact that Barcelona were better. They were the better team. They were consistent. They maintained good results week in, week out, which is yes. something that we didn't do as a club. So, yeah, Barcelona deserved to win the league. But, you know, next year we're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, begs the question, really. Uh, do you consider this a successful season for Zizo or you think that because of the league performance and in the Copa del Rey, it was an okay season? How do you rate this season in terms of your team, Real Madrid, and how they performed overall in all competitions? Well, you know, I think this, is a, this was a, a fairly successful season. Mind you, Madrid beat Barcelona at the beginning of the season and won the Spanish Super Cup. They yes. beat Man United to win the UEFA Super Cup. They won the Club World Cup and topped it up with the Champions League. Of course, you know, those little 
little in quotes titles are not really you know important but in terms of going forward in terms of silverware i think he did well i don't know nash uh, uh i think uh for us it was a it was a tough it was a tough season if i may to say bra because uh if you consider the what can i say if you consider the the first uh the first two matches we we, we played during the beginning of the the season i we're not in that form like uh what uh, what what madrid are like Ah, it was a tough match for me. We we started picking up uh, during the, the the mid-season of the of the season. That's where we 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 boost up. But uh during the first games, ah, uh, we were low, we were low. Okay, and uh in the wake of the win, we heard that Cristiano Ronaldo announced that he was thinking about his future and he would announce his decision in the next few days. Are you confident of keeping Cristiano Ronaldo at Real Madrid or are you thinking he's thinking of another challenge? You know, I think since 2012, this is perhaps the 15th time I've heard that Cristiano wants to leave Real Madrid. <laughs> But at the end of the day, you still see him there. You know, he knows that he's at the, at the climax of his career. He's 33 years old. Yes. He's expecting that someone big enters into the squad, you know, all the name of speculation and all that but i still believe madrid is the best place for him there's no other place than madrid which is better for him so i'm confident that you'll be there but isn't this the first time that is actually publicly spoken about being disgruntled at real madrid because all the other times it's been rumors it's been news yeah. you know news leaking through sources yes. but this is the first time that is actually said by himself you know he's thinking about his future Yeah, that, that, that is a lot of significance, I think. As you, as you rightly said, it's the first time that he is publicly, you know, uh, mentioned that uh, subject. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know, after the World Cup isn't far, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if he's still interested in Madrid. We always want Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, even though I always mention that Madrid is not a one-man team. <laughs> he's an important part of the team. We want him. You know, the best players come to Madrid. He's there. He's the best player, but not that, you know, we can be so much of uh, worrisome if he decides to leave. He's open to leave. We're thankful to him for what he's done for the past years to the club. But, you know, I still insist, after always been said and done, he's going to be at Madrid next season. Are, are you saying that Real Madrid will maintain the same level of success without Cristiano Ronaldo? That would be impossible. You see now the presence of <laughs> the presence of Cristiano Ronaldo always makes things change you know He's That's Nashe Mr Lawrence you're saying Real Madrid is not a one man band yes. so are you saying Real Madrid will still maintain the same level of performance success without Cristiano in the side Well to be to, to be very honest with you Mr Lizu uh Cristiano I know this is going to cause a lot of confusion. A lot of confusion. <laughs> But Cristiano is the best ever player to, to to kick a football a football. So who would want him at Madrid? But for us to say his departure we have a situation whereby we experience the demise of Madrid in terms of uh, competing at the highest level for titles. There are a lot of players in the Madrid squad that are overshadowed by the presence of Cristiano. That when which Cristiano leaves they will explode they will have the opportunity to single-handedly Uh, deliver for Real Madrid. Okay, and Gareth Bale is also said he wants to leave. 
not many many people defending him the press was out you know crying for Cristiano to stay but not much of a positive feedback for Gareth Bale does he deserve to leave does he deserve to go to another team where he's the hero or what what do you think well I, one thing for sure is he deserves to go yeah he deserves to go to a club where his talent is appreciated that's one thing for sure he's a great player he's a phenomenal player that one the only problem is in on and off with injuries and stuff but you know he reminded the football world what he's capable last last Saturday so it's a shame that he has to leave but you know he deserves to go to a place where his talent is appreciated to a place where he plays week in and week out so I wouldn't complain much if he is to, to leave uh-huh. okay so <clears throat> who do you think Real Madrid should chase maybe to freshen up the squad because winning three Champions League at the trot makes it hard for a coach to start motivating players who have won it all. Yeah, so, who would you want Real Madrid to go after? We know they are the Galacticos. They go after the best stars. So, who are you coming after? And definitely don't say don't say <laughs> Mo Salah. <laughs> I, I think if we take uh, Hazard, Eden Hazard, he's playing a uh, He's doing very well, uh, if you have to consider. Just that he's playing in, uh, you know, England. Yeah, something different. Uh, but if we take uh, Eden Hazard to Real Madrid, you're going to make things change. Trust me. It's good. That guy is talented. And I really appreciate that, the challenge, you know. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. wait, wait, wait. Um, Eden Hazard playing for who in that team, in that Real Madrid team? Uh, I think uh well, it definitely means you're dropping a superstar no. and making him go because you can't bench I don't know we'll be replacing him with uh, Gareth Bell so I don't know <laughs> whether Sinadine Zidane how gonna you know, make his uh, team make up you know well with all due respect I think Eden Hazard and, and, um, and Mo Salah they're good players but I still insist that they're still developing Madrid gold for the top guns. I would go for Neymar straight up. Take Gareth Bale out of the squad. Bring Neymar in. The balance is still there. The attack is all that we need. So I would go for Neymar instead. Can Can you handle the the, the, the ego that comes with Neymar? You know, Neymar is said to have left Barcelona because he did not want to be in the shadow of Messi. Yeah. Coming to Real Madrid, wouldn't he be in the shadow of Cristiano? <laughs> of course he would, but you know, Logically, it makes sense for Neymar to be at Madrid. You know, I have always believed that the reason why Neymar left Barcelona was for him to have a chance to go to Madrid. The only place where, uh, where Neymar can compete with Lionel Messi is when he's on the other side. You know, but it was impossible for him to move from Barcelona to Madrid. He knows that Cristiano Ronaldo is at the peak. He won't have two seasons uh, left uh, along the way. So it would make sense for him to be at Madrid. You know, just to tussle with Ronaldo for one season wouldn't hurt much. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to be the main man. And you had his chance to compete with Lionel Messi for the Ballon d'Or. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's uh, up to ne- Neymar as well. I've, as a Brazil fan, I've always felt Neymar shouldn't be at PSG. He's just letting go of his career. There's Indeed. that theory, of course, that Indeed. he left Barce- uh, Barcelona to find a way to Madrid. Madrid. But uh, a lot of rich super clubs are also looking at him besides just Madrid, but of course, I, I would think his first choice would be Madrid if he was to leave PSG. Indeed. Yeah, so, uh, well, I would just like to say congratulations to you guys, Madrid fans. Thank you guys for joining us. 
and uh, all the best in next season. I do hope Man United get Gareth Bale from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a chance to actually compete at the highest level as well. Indeed, bro. Indeed. Thank you, Mr. Lizzo. Thank no, you. No, thank you, Tinashe. Thank you, Lawrence. Uh, f- so for now, we're going to hear from Josh, who is out in the bush. And uh, he's going to share his thoughts about uh, the UCL final, just as well as a few other comments coming from one Tapio Sample, who will also share his comments. So just uh, hold on for that as we bring you more comments and thoughts around the UCL final. So to start off with, uh, we're going to hear from Tapua Sample. Mohamed Salah, do I find it okay? Good evening, ladies and gents. My recap on the Champions League finale. Um, first point of call definitely has to be on the Sergio Ramos tackle on Mohamed Salah. Do I find it okay? I do find it okay. Desperate times call for desperate measures and... Um, I felt at that time Sergio Ramos had to make that tackle because Mohamed Salah, with the form that he's in, he definitely would have made something out of that chance. He probably would have scored or would have squared the ball back to Bobby Firmino or Sadio Mane and Liverpool would have definitely, it would have changed the complexion of the game really. And um, Liverpool definitely got outplayed in midfield, in defence, up front as well. When the game started first, um, first minute until, let's say, the 20th minute, um, Liverpool were pressing, they were pressing, they were pressing and forcing Real Madrid into errors. But it um, really didn't come for anything because um, in the end, uh, Modric, Casemiro and Cruz definitely grew into the game and they started to dominate and Liverpool did get outplayed. And uh, would have, a better keeper would have saved um, the chances that um, Lourdes Carrius gave away. The first one was a complete rush of blood. He definitely did, didn't need to make that um, that pass. Um, and we're looking at the last goal from Gareth Bell. A better keeper would have saved that. We're talking of any keeper that's playing for any top team in the Premier League, from the Hennessy's to, to the David De Gea's. They would have saved that. Um, that's a completely um, goalkeeping error. That shouldn't be repeated. And an error, an error that he has admitted himself that he can't make at that level. And... Um, What's next for Jurgen Klopp and what's next for Liverpool? Well, I think Liverpool have to start really digging deep into Jurgen Klopp's uh, performance as a whole. They have been playing well, they have been performing, they have been pressing, they have been producing better results as compared to their previous um, years. But they really haven't been winning anything and um, they, they now have to look at Jurgen Klopp and they have to look at themselves and say, where, where are we now? Are we back at the level that we expect to be at or... Are we not progressing? Progression is there, but um, they definitely have to look into Jurgen Klopp's tenure at Liverpool. Oh, see what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. You don't agree with Simple? <laughs> you don't want to look at Jurgen Klopp? You are very thoroughly impressed by his work? Jurgen Klopp has had two and a half years at uh-huh. Liverpool uh-huh. and is going to stretch to about three, right? And Within his time, he's raised us from a team that did not qualify to the Champions League to getting us in the Champions League final, into a Europa League final, and now consistently in the Champions League. So it's just the next step that is needed. Uh-huh. We, you know what? I do not really enjoy like just thinking that one mistake, let's sack the coach. 
you have to give him time. You have to give him time to correct his errors. He's been learning each and every year. Like first year, his players suffered from burnout. This season, he was rotating and criticized for it again. But he's learning. He learns from his mistakes. And I know that Jürgen Klopp will definitely, definitely get us back to where right. we belong. Let's hear from Josh in the bush. Forgive the background noise. Ah, Trimasango. But yeah, first things first, I'd like to say uh, congratulations to Real Madrid on uh, the third Champions League title on the trot. That is an amazing feat. Like, it's 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 really one of the greatest footballing achievements of all time, really. You know, this is a competition, bear in mind, that no club had uh, managed to win back-to-back ever. But now Real Madrid have not only won it back-to-back, but they won it for a third consecutive time. That is just That is just amazing. Um, unfortunately, I, uh, I think although they won the game, I wasn't really happy about how it all went about, you know, uh, with the injury on Salah. Uh, whether it was intentional or not, that's always going to be a contentious matter. It's always going to be a matter of debate for a very long time. But um, yeah, man, I think, I think Sergio Ramos knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, he wanted to take Salah out of the game and he did it very, very successfully. But yeah, I mean, it's all part of the game. At the end of the day, you know, football is, is all about winning games. And Real Madrid uh, know how to win games no matter what. And yeah, they got the result. Also, Carrius' mistakes, uh, they cost the team really, really bad. Uh, you know, but I hope, hopefully he bounces back from it. Hopefully we get to see him again on a football pitch very soon. I don't know if he'll still be at Liverpool. But yeah, man, we just hope he bounces back and he's back on the football field. Okay, that's uh, it from Josh. Uh, thank you for the contributions in this episode. So just to wrap up this show, it has been brought to you by Castle Lager. Oh, you wanted to say something? Of <laughs> course, like... I wanted to respond. <laughs> All right, right off response there because you know, they were so representative for Liverpool in the studio. You know what? I know Carrius made mistakes, but I still believe in him. He's made great strides. And I believe with that mistake weighing on him he'll play every game with a chip on his shoulder and they're probably going to see the best of careers next season i believe klopp will give him another chance because look at the people who were given a chance by klopp and how they're performing did you see the game lovering head lovering yeah. head, they're blind but also are you implying that then liverpool are not gonna look for uh another goalkeeper you're just gonna stick to perhaps the young ones and just continue with careers or you're going to take this opportunity to actually find a top five goalkeeper who can come in and just steady the ship. Of course, now it's going to it's going to totally look like Carriers is being benched for his mistakes in the Champions League, and that might have a burden on his mindset. But are you going to let Liverpool just chill with Carriers or get a new goalkeeper? It's quite simple for me. According to Squawker stats, Carriers made two mistakes in the whole tournament. That's in the final. But that's where it counts, Slim. Yes, that's where it counts. But, you know, it's a bad day. Bad game. It happens. For me, the money should be put to invest in other areas. For example, we need another frontline player such that if one is injured, like what happened to Salah, Mm -hmm. someone can just seamlessly slot in there and not disrupt the game. Because right now, when our front three, if one is out, then the balance is off. So we need a front three player. We need someone else in in, 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 in mid. We also need the centre-back because 
not because Lovren is not doing well, but because um what's his name? Um what's his name? What's his name? You know, I just think Ragnarok. <laughs> Ragnarklavan. Yeah. Ragnarklavan is 33, so we need someone else as a center back so that we have Lovren, Fejo van Dijk, um Okay, Gomez, but yeah, Gomez is young and may play at the at, at the right back, so yeah, we need someone else. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh that's your thoughts and uh, you're going to stick to them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh now to close up this show properly. <laughs> this show has been brought to you by Castle Lager, uh joining the promotions that they are having around town. Watch uh, out for Castle Lager, check out their social media pages and you will be able to learn more about the different uh, World Cup uh, campaigns that they're running and the promotion that they're running. Thank you for the support and uh until next time. It's uh, bye-bye from me. This episode of Mike Sent Match is brought to you by Castle Lager. It always comes together with the castle. And now. Capital 263.